No, wait. What? You just killed my familiar. Oh, yeah. She's still not moved. She's still staring down at her hand. She doesn't want to, like, turn around because she's pretty terrified. It's like running over somebody's dog accidentally. It's been a rough day. You should head to the infirmary, Sonia. Yeah, let me take you, Sonia. All right, meet you there, Meredith. Yeah, I'll see you there. Um, As she walks past, she, like, squeezes Potentia's arm a little and then walks away. She probably gets no response, but not... Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. But that was just her way of being like, I'm really sorry. And, um, And then she moves away. And now we continue. She takes Sonia to the medical center on campus. Okay. You've gone this way a lot of times, Mm -hmm. it seems like, over the past month. And those are just the times that we have been with Meredith as well. I, I imagine that Meredith is the person in her dorm that's like, oh, that looks, uh, okay, let's take you over. (laughs) Yeah. She's the the one who's basically the mother of Griffin Hall. Mm-hmm. Mother mm-hmm. hen, a little bit. I can I can pitch that. You've been there a, a month, and you're like, okay, this is this is how I'm taking care of all you idiots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has lots of liquids and things that she can like, you know, a handy like water on tap kind of thing that she can like mm-hmm. pour into students. Mm-hmm. And she's got like um just various alchemical alk ointments yeah. and salves yeah, and things absolutely. to help people yeah like bandages in a cupboard yeah yeah and when things get too too much for meredith's uh like dorm room apothecary <laughs> and her healing spells as well she does have of healing course spells. you have healing spells too um but sometimes it's like hey uh meredith i've got this rash on my arm and they turn it over and it's like bright red and you're like mm, okay no infirmary now let's go yeah yeah so, so I imagine when you get into the infirmary, you are completely familiar with the mm-hmm. layout of this building. Uh, it is a not a standalone building; it's a building that's kind of attached to the administration building mm-hmm. on campus. But it does it is kind of sealed from the rest of the administration building, and there are rows of chairs with people kind of waiting for their turn to see the doctor. Some of them filling out paperwork and things. And as you approach the administ- like the admissions desk, uh, you will see a human woman, which you've seen many times. Yeah. Uh, she is someone that you would know as uh, Hilly Bav. Yeah, Hilly. Okay. Hilly. Uh, she is the administration's person for the student infirmary. She is not a doctor by trade. She is someone who is very good at organizing and 
looking at someone and working out like triage kind of things like okay we're gonna place you here on our list of people who desperately need medical attention yeah absolutely so i think when she sees you um she's like hi meredith uh dropping someone else off <laughs> hey hilly yeah this is my friend sonia i i think she's got a um potential fracture to the collarbone there um it feels a little bit kind of um inflamed and it just looks it looks tender and when i tried you know to stitch it up a little bit it wasn't wasn't doing what i wanted it to do so i thought i'd bring her in hilly uh is about to say something but she's interrupted by the doctor who works quite a number of shifts here who you've recognized because you've been here quite a number of times <laughs> now this uh is a turtle woman a turtle like a turtle person yeah um, and she is named uh, Dr. Ackwell. Ackwell, okay. I will describe Dr. Ackwell. Uh, Gully Ackwell is her name. Right. Uh, she is a turtle person, so she has a shell. Um, she kind of hunches over a little bit with the weight of the, of the shell. She it would be in her middle to late years. So she has some like wisdom wrinkle, turtle skin wrink wrinkles. <laughs> yeah. Um, she would have a doctor's apron bag full of bandages and things that she carries with her at all times. And she probably has like very small spectacles that maybe don't do a lot in like general life, but when she's yeah. narrowing into something, it helps that, that clarity a little bit. Question for you. Turtles. I think I've read this somewhere and I can't remember if I've got it the right way around, but they're attached to their shells, right? Yeah, the shell is yeah. like their spine, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I saw um, a photo of a um, a turtle x-ray and it was, what? I always just assumed like from cartoons and things, I think, but never actually looked it up and did any mm. sort of any well, research here's a, on here's it. Here's a fun yeah. fact. If you have uh, pet turtles... To do perform like CPR on a turtle because you can't do chest compressions no. because it's a no. shell. You basically have to just like turn them upside down, back and forward. <gasps> like tip a turtle. Yeah, yes. that's how you perform CPR on a turtle. Oh, that's that's adorable. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> hello Meredith. It's good to see you again. Or. Are you finally going to help us out around here as Dr. Meadowlark? Oh, Dr. Ackwell, I know. I I really do miss this, but um no, I'm so sorry. I've got I've got other things that I need to be looking at. There's yeah, too many things to read and and I just oh, I love it. Um this is my friend Sonia. Um and she is in a little bit of pain, aren't you mate? I'm so sorry. Dr. Ackwell says um, sorry to hear that, Meredith. We are quite busy at the moment. Well, if you've ever got any, you know, casual shifts, I'm sure I could come in and help out. So Hilly and Dr. Ackwell look at each other, uh, and Hilly says, Actually, Meredith, we're a little flooded today. As you can see, there are a lot of people here tonight, and uh, the other doctor has called in sick. Oh. So it's just, it's just gully here with us and i mean dr aquel if you need an assistant i'd be willing to help out but i'm not sure i feel comfortable being a doctor with again with so little prep that's <laughs> it has been fine a little, it has been we a minute. Can, 
We have a very skilled nurse who can come around with you. Okay. And make sure that you don't accidentally give someone the wrong vial or something. <laughs> okay. Meredith is looking a little bit like excited, but also flustered. Because, you know, like Meredith hasn't come from money. So like having work is helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you've probably, I think in the past picked up a couple shifts yeah. not not here at Feramasters no, but probably elsewhere I reckon yeah elsewhere um well if you can get your friend there to fill out the forms and then I'll see see her as as quickly as I can and I will get uh nurse cold hands to come by and, and get you <laughs> prepped <laughs> is that a name that comes from any sort of particular experience of yours there Ben uh You'll find out. Okay, cool. So, so Dr. Ackwell um, picks up a clipboard off of the, the counter and walks away while reading it. And she is not the quickest of individuals, uh, being somewhat turtle-based. <laughs> um, you know, you've seen turtles before. Yeah. And they can walk as fast as a regular human. But I think... Dr. Aqua has this kind of very slow methodicalness about her. Yeah, everything she does is very deliberate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Hilly will... Uh, I'll just get uh, Nurse Cold Hands. Um, if you wanted to go into that uh, that room over there, there's there should be some scrubs you can get into. Amazing. I um, Meredith is just going to kind of turn to Sonia and go, are you going to be okay if I... You know, duck over here. I can come. I can stay here if you'd like, or I can come in with you. It's up to you. Uh, I'll I'll be fine, thank you, Meredith. It's it. You know, it's not life threatening or anything. So, okay, but you hang in there. It'll be fine. Thank you. Uh, I think you know you you did some help before, but it's just one of those things that magic can't always fix immediately. No, sometimes it just doesn't help, and we don't really know why yet. She kind of just nods and, like, thinks about it. Well, thank you. And she uh, picks up the paperwork from Hilly. So, uh, Meredith, you'll head over to a, like, doctor's ready room. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't find any halfling-sized scrubs, but you will find something that's dwarf-sized, and you kind of, like... Okay roll it up a little bit to kind of uh, can she just kind of like roll her eyes epically and like huff a little bit and then Mm -hmm. resignedly like roll up her her scrub legs Mm -hmm. I mean like dwarves and halflings aren't too different in size but dwarves tend to be small for a halfling though that's true as well and dwarves tend to be a bit wider yeah when I picture a dwarf I picture a square yeah so Meredith is basically like cinching the waist in like the waist yeah. ties mm-hmm. and continuously like pulling them in and like yeah the laces are like dragging on the floor anyway <laughs> as you're getting ready um there's a knock at the door uh just a minute um meredith is just gonna like finish mm-hmm. getting ready and tidying herself up and um she goes to open up the door uh standing in front of you is a warforged so a warforged is a uh, a person who is made out of stone and metal and wood. They aren't a organic being. Warforged are a race of people that 
are not particularly common in the world either. They exist around, but they aren't like that commonly seen. Nurse cold hands, I'm assuming. That is correct. <laughs> it's lovely to meet you, finally. I've heard a lot about you. I hope it's been good. <laughs> oh, it's always good. Excellent. I understand that you are, that it has been some time since you were working in the medical field. Yes, it's been about, oh, when did I leave home? Oh, about two months now. Oh, so not that long. Not that long, but you know how it is with medicine. It's long enough, right? Yes, I suppose so. Some advances do come quickly while others yeah. linger. Now. I just, I mean, I feel pretty good. I just, it would be nice to have somebody like looking over my shoulder. I only ever finished, I graduated and then did a couple of months work and then that was about it. So they've been trying to twist my arm here for so long. I thought, you know, why not? I'll describe uh, Nurse Cold Hands. So Nurse Cold Hands is a warforged. Um, so they would be made of metal and stone with kind of wood instead of muscles. Um, but he is dressed in disposable clothing yeah. like easily washed but can be thrown away yeah, yeah. with like an apron over it and he'd probably be wearing gloves as well yeah but even with like, but these like medical gloves as they yeah, aren't like yeah, yeah, warm yeah. gloves yeah what's the fair muster's equivalent of medical gloves so it depends how realistic we're going here because if, if this is a medieval fantasy, these yeah. gloves probably aren't rubber. It'd, yeah. be unli- it'd be unlikely to find a rubber tree and then get the sap from it. But then, like, if we're going steampunky... That's true. So, like, uh, like leather gloves that have been coated in something to make them liquid-proof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as liquid-proof as you can make leather, I suppose. Fluid-proof. Fluid-proof. As a nurse, uh, or as anyone working in a hospital, there are many fluids that you will experience. (laughs) Oh, that is the best sentence. For anyone working in a hospital, there are many fluids that you will experience. (laughs) So, Meredith, you're walking down the hall with Nurse Cold Hands, Uh and you get to the examination room, uh, Mm -hmm. and Nurse Cold Hands hands you the entry form for this patient yep um, and you recognize the name immediately yeah i look up at, at the nurse and i'm like i don't know that i can do this i actually know this student well we are unfortunately understaffed today Ugh. if if you're comfortable with it and the patient is comfortable i don't consider it a conflict of interest but i can check with hilly if you'd like i mean look I, i'll go in and I'll, and I'll have a chat and i'll ask her and I will come with you. Cold hands just grabs the curtain and like opens it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, sitting on uh, a seat, like the examination chair, uh, is Susie Methuselah. Yay! So Meredith is just kind of going to like, you know how, how like doctors do that thing where they just like put the chart down and, and look very like... Hi, Susie. How's it going? What happened? 
um, it's nice to see you. Um, well, you know, just everyday lab things. I was, um, walking along in the lab and it turned out that one of my oozers got out and anyway, I slipped on it and I went flying forward <gasps> and as I reached out to grab the desk and stop myself, um, I got a little boo-boo just on my arm here oh, where no. the scalpel hit me. Oh, ow! Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. Yes, everyday lab activities. Mm, absolutely. Hey, um, so I'm actually doing a shift here at the at the infirmary. Are you okay if I see you? I mean, we do know each other. I think I'd like that very much. Okay, awesome. Um, all right then. So not a problem. Can I just can I just have a look at your arm then? Let's maybe like. <laughs> and she goes to like roll up sleeves and things mm-hmm. and and um. I just present it straight away mm-hmm. yeah and she kind of looks at it and you can so, kind of so see that Meredith... Su- Susie described this as a, a little little gash yeah how yeah. big is this wound actually <laughs> uh so it's quite large it's kind of from prob- it's probably about like three inches long okay it's yeah. pretty big that is large and she's yes. a gnome as well so she's very small yes. so three inch wound is extremely large mm-hmm a hundred percent. Okay, so Meredith is just kind of going to look at it and then you can kind of see like her brain do that thing where she's like, okay, like she's going through all of the steps for like seeing a patient and she's like, okay, don't react. Don't kind of gasp. Don't like make sure your bedside manner is, don't freak the patient out, Meredith. Okay, great. Excellent. Cool. Um, And so she kind of like takes Susie's arm and looks at it and goes, little gash, she said. Little boo boo. Uh, okay, cool. Um, I we can totally handle this. We'll have you fixed up and ride as rain in no time. You just take a deep breath there for me, good. mate. I'm fine. Okay, and I'm just kind of like smiling around the room. Okay, so Susie, can you can you can you look at me? Like, focus in on on my face for me. Susie focuses on Meredith's ear. Yeah, great. Okay. Um, she turns to the nurse and goes. Uh, nurse cold hands I think um, I think we may have a little bit of shock here um, can we maybe just get like a glass of water or something I'm trying to remember my first aid this is Joe by the way I'm trying That's to right. remember my first aid I'm like what do I do now I don't it's okay. why did I make my character this nurse cold hands will actually pull out like a rolling tray that they had kind of off to the side and it's got water with cups and mm-hmm. like various like alcohols and wob- like swabs yeah. and things mm-hmm uh, and uh, he pours a glass and hands it across to uh, Susie. I think she's just kind of going to smile at her and be like, yeah, you've got some lovely makeup there, and take the glass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Nurse Cold Hands will look at Meredith. Perhaps we should elevate her feet. Mm, I think that's a very, very good plan. Hey, Susie, could you just like maybe like lean back for me? And she like swings her legs up onto the bed and puts some pillows underneath underneath the feet. Um, and yeah, just kind of has makes conversation while she has a look a, a better look at the um the wound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Susie's pretty compliant. Yeah, so she's like, so um, what, what have you been up to? What were you what were you doing when you tripped? Oh, well, um, actually, I was reading a book, and that's how I didn't see that uh, there was an ooze on the ground. You know, pesky little oozes, they like to go around, mm-hmm. actually. It's because I've been keeping one as a pet. <gasps> but um, don't tell my teachers that. Okay. Excuse me, did you say you have been keeping an ooze as a pet? No. 
I have not. Meredith, like, very overreacting behind the nurse, like, winks and goes, nice, nailed it. I see. (laughs) That's unfortunate because a little ooze would be very cute as a pet. Not a big, dangerous one, just a little one I could keep on my desk. Oh, well, in that case, and I'm like, uh, sorry, Susie is wearing a glove. She reaches into her pocket and pulls it out. (laughs) I see. Do you feed it scraps of leftover dinner? I feed it beastie burgers. Does it consume an entire burger by itself? (laughs) Sometimes it consumes three. That is alarming. You have no idea. I see. Hey, Susie, this may hurt. This may sting a little bit. So just like take a deep breath for me. And she like <gasps> starts dabbing at the um, the arm with some like antiseptic kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this would be like old school antiseptic as well. So. Oh, yeah. This is not fun. No, this is like putting lemon juice on a paper cut. And it's 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 good for you. It will help in the end. Yeah, it's like alcohol kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It probably is mostly alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just kind of grits her teeth and whimpers a little bit, but in that way where she's clearly pretending that it's fine. Uh, perhaps I should hold on to your ooze while you sit here. That's okay, but you do need the right gloves. Well, I do have these gloves. They are medically great, so I should be okay with them. Susie holds out the um, the cube and puts it in in his hands, and she's just like... Um, there we go, Penelope. Now be good to the nurse. <laughs> Penelope. He like puts out his hands and he like looks at this little ooze, and he doesn't have any facial like change because he's he's got like a, a static Warforged face, but it almost looks like he's smiling. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cast a spell because I can. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are you casting? Um, I'm going to do a first level cure wound on Susie. Yep. Uh, roll it. So that is a nine. Nine um, hit points back. Thank you. No worries. Yeah. Um, so she I like appreciate it. holds um, Susie's arm and like waves her hands across it and you can kind of see the, the wound sort of start to close a little bit. Not very, like not all the way, but it does mm-hmm. close a little bit. Um, so I so would then, say like... To do some law information here from yes. Ben DM. Like in my world, magical healing can help recover things. Yes. Um, druidic healing knows how the body should be working. So druidic magic healing will like re-knit things back the way it should be re-knit. But it hurts because right. it's like re regrowing, reattaching. Whereas mm. cleric and arcane based magical healing which is, which what, is, I do. Which is yeah. what you do doesn't know if there should be a hole somewhere or not it's just going to seal a wound yeah and but it, okay. but it does have some anti like anti pain to it. it numbs it a little bit clerics yeah. more than than arcane because arcane's just kind of like we'll just seal that and that's fine whereas the yeah. uh, the cleric magic tends to like provide some so, numbness to it in my head and you can feel free to shoot this down as well because you are the DM and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But in my head, um, healing magic can only do so much. And so the rest of it has to be like, yeah. You know, so so healing. healing magic will will 
prevent you from dying and yes recover like stab wounds and things but there's still going to be an ache there afterwards like yes you have you stopped the bleeding and you've sealed the wound but there's some like some muscle internal damage some muscle pain there yeah cool okay um so she's gonna like um move her hand across the wound and and make sure that it it seals so it's kind of like stitches almost right yeah um and then she starts wrapping it up okay and gives Susie instructions about like how she's not allowed to move it. Um, mm-hmm. and she's got to keep it, keep it kind of, um, straight or in a little sling kind of thing. Um, and she's not allowed to use that hand for at least a few days. Mm-hmm. 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 Not a problem. I can totally, totally do that. Can you please roll a medicine check with advantage? Ooh. With advantage, so that's please. And you're you're here at a medical center. You've got assistance with you, and, and you've just talked about all the great things you've been doing. Yep, that's yep. all good. So the, yeah, seventeen. Yeah. Yay! I remembered some of my medical training. Ooh. Ooh, that's quite good. Thank you. Is Susie somebody who, because you just said, oh, that's quite good. Is that something like Susie knows about like different levels of medical skill because she's often getting injured? Uh, Yeah, she gets injured pretty regularly. Your little fingers are quite good for my little arm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's not very much else in the, you know, in all of these bits and pieces that are actually helpful for me doing this. But, you know, us, us little ones have to take care of each other, right? best friends she says creepily (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure how i feel about little ones Mm. Uh, nurse cold hands seeing that everything was fine has just been like patting this ooze yeah (laughs) just this this little ooze (laughs) the the ooze is kind of like squishing up and down as well like you can see that it's reciprocating the pet basically oh that's so cute i i i picture it like making like little bubbling noises (laughs) (laughs) happy little bubbles it's a happy little vegemite oh oh now i have to call one of them vegemite it's the perfect name good name for a black pudding it is it is good thing i'm a swarm keeper hey Mm. Uh, at some point, we have to get Susie over to Dead Fred's. Susie can examine some of those black jello shots. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to steal one. Uh, so, Cold Hands will return your little ooze back to you. I just reach out and put it back in my pocket. He's very interested in what you must have done to seal your pocket against oozes. Um, so, it, there's like a. Um... It's clearly a, a pocket that's... So Susie's wearing like a little dress and there's two pockets on either side. One of them looks like it's a pocket that was already there, but this side clearly looks like it um, was something that was hastily hand-sewn on and is much, much bigger than the other pocket. Um, and it looks like it might be made of tarp. <laughs> tarp, Holden. Mm-hmm. Uni students have to do what they have to do sometimes. It's mm-hmm. true. It seems as though you have everything under control here, Dr. Meadowlark. I'm going to go and see uh, what your next patient is up to. Okay, no worries. I'll be there in a few minutes. Of course. And he is going to walk uh, out and down the hall a bit further. Okay. I'm going to turn to Susie and just, like, look at her over the top of the clipboard and just be like, you sure you're okay? Ah, 
you know, I've lost a lot of blood previously and it's always been fine. I don't think that it's affected my brain at all. <laughs> she says, focusing on the ear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to get you just to, to stay here for a few, maybe about half an hour to an hour. Keep drinking some water for me. I just want to make mm-hmm. sure that you're okay before I, I send you back to your dorms. That's absolutely fine. I'm feeling great. And she lifts the um, the cup to her mouth and it kind of like dribbles down <laughs> her chin, but she gives you a big grin. Meredith look kind of goes, yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to go see where the nurse is. It was great to see you. I'm sorry it was under such circumstances. Oh, that's okay. Maybe we can start a study group again. <gasps> that's yes. always fun. Oh my goodness. Yes, we do. You should come join our Shut Up and Write group. Ooh, I do need to write. Yeah. And she kind of like stares off into the wall. Okay, D- cool. I'll get in touch. Um, I'll be back. You stay here, please. Um, keep drinking water. Keep resting with your feet up. And um, I'll circle back around and I'll come and make sure you're doing okay. All right? Okay. Okay. Bye, Susie. Bye, Meredith. Hey there listeners, it's Ben, your friendly Dungeons and Doctorates DM here, reminding you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at dndoctorates and to use the hashtag dndoctorates when you talk about the show. If you're talking about the show on social media using the hashtag or tagging at dndoctorates, I'll see that and uh, you might be the inspiration for a future NPC name. Would you like one of us to deliver a message on the show to someone you care about, someone that you want to reach out and say, hey, I appreciate you. I really, really miss playing D&D with you, or I'm looking forward to that game, or like maybe you want to give a shout out to someone that has just started listening to the show and like lay this this mind this audio mind for them when they get to this episode and then they can message you and be like oh my god i just heard my name on the show and gore was like good job with the thing you just did if you would like that go to our website dndoctorates.com and fill out the form uh, and we can spread that message for you you can also find Uh, a link to the common room question thing if you want to submit more questions for a future common room we love answering your questions and i hope you like listening to those too these episodes are a little strange they're very character focused so i hope you're really enjoying them Uh, if you are let me know on social media this was a real kind of different thing a real experiment for us to do and i'm curious to hear what you think of the episodes I'm not going to hold you up much longer. The next episode comes out next Thursday, the 27th of May, and we'll get back to this episode right now. Let's follow Meredith down the hall. Nurse Coldhands will step out from one of these curtained-off areas. Ah, Dr. Meadowlark, uh, this patient was here with uh, some minor bruising to the the thorax area mm-hmm. but i've i've bandaged and applied some salves they should be fine let's move on to the next patient if you don't mind okay if you think that's necessary i'm very happy to uh, do that. and he will show you the, the the chart of what he's done for that patient just to get your like okay but as yeah. a seasoned nurse he kind of knows how to treat those kind of injuries and doesn't think he needs or at least doesn't appear to think he needs your your, your input into that. Yeah. I mean, Meredith is just going to kind of like 
skim it very carefully and then like put the thing down and go, cool, next one. Mm -hmm. It's like a, um, I feel like I should roll some kind of charisma check or something, but like she's, she kind of, she's very good at picking up on those sorts of things. So I feel like that's something that she would do just to make him feel a bit like, you know, with that rapport. In in many ways, like he is an experienced nurse. You are a Mm -hmm. relatively inexperienced doctor. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's that kind of, yeah, understanding there, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, they are very busy and understaffed, so they're kind of just, like, moving through. Yeah. I believe the next patient is someone who will be equally benefited by your, how did you put it, small hands? Oh, okay. Awesome. Let's let's go yeah. and check it out. Yes, there's a, a gnomish fellow just this way. Okay. Um, any more information you can give me before we go in? Uh, he'll he'll pick up the, the chart off of the, the thing and hand it to you. Okay. This is another name you recognize. Yeah. This is this this says Lanwin. Ah, oh, awesome. But also, oh. Appears to have a, like, presented with a suspected broken toe. Mm-hmm. Described as a crushed, crushing wound Ooh. to the toe. Uh, and apparently the foreign object is still present. Right. Okay. So Meredith is just going to take a deep breath and, like, open up the curtains. And um, and she looks in to see Lanwin and goes, Hey, Lanwin, as much as I love running into my friends, I really don't like meeting them at the hospital. You get partway through that sentence and then the, what you see right. attached okay. to Lanwin's foot just, like, cause like, like it just trails away maybe yeah. so i'm like hey land win attached to Landwin's foot is a small mechanical crab <laughs> of course i love it Mer- meredith it's hi i didn't expect to see you i didn't know you were a doctor here i well this is my first night here i'm not gonna lie what have you done? She's got oh. the worst bedside manner. Maybe this is why she's not a doctor anymore. Anyway, continue. This is uh, a little creation of mine. He he was designed to find lost socks, but right. has some difficulty distinguishing between lost socks and socks that are being worn by someone currently. That seems uh, like a we, design flaw. We call him Pinchy. Right. Uh, he's kind of become my dorm's unofficial mascot. I mean, he he might need some work, mate. Well, I've tried to to make alterations, but I was that was voted down. Apparently, mm-hmm. people like Pinchy. They mm. they think getting pinched by him is is good luck. Mm-hmm. So there we do you, go. Do you mind if I just have a quick look? And so she she goes to like pick up very gently, like have a look and do her examination. Uh, as you like lift his leg, uh, he he like winces. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, uh, he he grabbed hold, and I I heard something crack. Um, yeah. And norm- normally he lets go when he pinches because he's like, "Oh, that's there's something in that sock. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back later for that sock." But he just kind of did the opposite this time. Well, yeah. He he. I think my theory mm-hmm. is that. Pinchy realized it hurt me more than it intended to, mm-hmm. and then 
to keep down the swelling, it has just compressed my toe. I mean, so maybe that's a, a feature, not a bug. It could be. It, so Pinchy kind of has free reign of the college dorm that I live in. Mm-hmm. And so there are all kinds of students. And I think people have been talking to it while studying as kind mm. of a study buddy. And I think it's learned a few things, which is very unexpected for what should just be a mechanical crab that yeah. finds lost socks. Did you did you maybe put a bit of magic in this little one? Well, yeah, I, I use magic to animate it. Mm, interesting. Okay, we'll have to circle back. I mean, I feel like right now my priority should be getting you up and running again. That'd be very good. I mean, it's not going to be immediately running. I feel like there's going to be a couple of weeks where you're resting and recuperating. But oh, eventually, okay, yeah, okay. the sentiment is there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he looks past you at the the Warforge standing behind you. Oh, and like his, is... his, his eyes kind of like go up yep. to meet. Hey, this is my new friend, Nurse Coldhands. Oh, hello. I didn't know there was a Warforged working here. Yeah, he's going to be helping me out. Well, I mean, really, I feel like I'm more helping him. Hey, um, <laughs> did I mention this is my first shift here? Am I making you feel better? Yes? Cool, great. Hey, um, Nurse Coldhands, could you come and give me a hand here? Of course. I just wanted to make sure that, looks at the chart, Lanwin didn't have a problem with me being here and, and helping out. He seemed to be quite concerned when he, he saw me. If this is a problem, I'm fine to step away. No, no, it's fine. I, I just don't see many Warforged around. Good. I would hate my for my presence to be a concern for you. And he hands you some separating pliers. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think what she's going to do is probably talk to Lenwin and ask him if there's any way to turn off the crab. Um, well, uh, I didn't... I built Pinchy uh, in my undergraduate as kind of my final year project. Mm -hmm. And I was so confident that it would work that I did not design an off switch. Hmm, okay. Which I understand now is a big mistake. But I, mean, I, I didn't know back then. And and I mean, how could you kind of plan for this sort of eventuality? Okay, so no off switch. Is there a way that you can persuade him to let go? Uh, well, I've, all persuasions so far have been not the best. No, but I maybe. mean, now that you you said that you think maybe part of his reaction is to instinctually, instinctively, instinct is to instinctively, not the time, um, is to instinctively um, protect it and stop it bleeding, right? So maybe now we need to convince it that now, you know, you're in a safe space. Perhaps I can be of assistance. Uh, Excuse me, little crab automaton. I am Nurse Coldhands. I am an experienced physician with 300 years of medical training and field combat experience. You would be quite confident in knowing that your maker is in good hands. And I'm going to roll a persuasion check for Nurse Cold Hands. There is some like mechanical clicking from this this crab from its like its its mouth area. Gears turning. Yeah. 
Like you can literally hear like the gears turning in this crab's head. Yeah. Uh, and then it click and lets go of Lanwin's foot. Um, Meredith is going to look at, at Nurse Coldhands and go, nice. And then like turn immediately to the, like to stem the bleeding in the toe. Um, and just to like assess it a little bit more and get a closer look at it to see what sort of a magic is needed and all that kind of jazz. Yeah, so this is definitely a broken toe, but it hasn't yeah. like it has not a a puncture. Like it's not, it has not broken the skin. It's just been like cracked inside. Yeah. Um So it's it's already like it's bruising. Right. Uh, but it looks as though the swelling was physically stopped. Okay, so I'm not going to use any magic then. I'm just going to do medicine check. Okay, do a medicine check. With advantage again? Yes, you're in a medical facility. You have all the tools you need to make this check. I got a six. <laughs> or an eight. Oh no, Paul Lanwin. Oh no. Okay, <laughs> so you're like, huh, what do I do with this this broken toe? It's being compressed. And you're you're stumped for a minute as oh, you no. like think about what what to do. I think you've done this kind of things before. So you will you will treat his toe but i think you're so distracted while you're doing this you don't notice pinchy like undo your shoelace and then and then like pinch your leg (gasps) as attempting to get the sock off so i'm gonna jump you'll take one point of damage oh pinchy mate and it like skitters off out like underneath the the curtain oh i will go and collect it excuse me (laughs) thank you oh Oh, that thing really packs a punch. Yeah, I'm sorry. He gets excited about new socks he hasn't seen before. Oh, it's not your fault. You did a really great job with that little guy. Well, I mean, I I, I built it, so it is kind of my fault. <laughs> I, I do feel partly responsible for it. Um, but, you know, people like Pinchy, so... He's very cute. Oh, thank you. Hmm. He is gonna. I'm gonna roll an insight. He's gonna roll an insight on you, Meredith. Ooh, he rolls a 16. Meredith, as you're like bandaging up his his toe and like applying, hmm, ice probably. I'm not entirely sure what to do with a, a broken toe swelling. Swelling is probably ice, right? right? Oh, yeah. she's got to splint it. I think. Yeah, that Why makes sense. Why did I do this to myself? Continue. Anyway, <laughs> Meredith, are you okay? You look at. A little I mean you are currently bandaging my toe but you look distracted Meredith, Meredith kind of looks up at him and goes oh no nothing it's I'm I mean tonight has been a lot has it been a rough shift no I only just started if I'm honest and I, I think I'm doing this to distract myself I am um, have you met Potentia? We met at the barbecue. Yeah, uh, that's right. On Saturday too. before the game. Yeah. Yeah. We um we got into a little spot of bother um tonight earlier on in the library. You know how it is with the underlibrary. It can get a bit crazy down there. Um, well, it's kind of been sectioned off for a month or so now, so I haven't actually had a chance to get down there yeah. for some time. Yeah. No, it's been sectioned off for a very good reason. Uh, lots of spiders. Would not recommend. Um, but oh. yeah, I, um, I think I, I may have, I don't know. I think I, I did something to a friend. I don't know if she's going to forgive me. Was it on purpose? 
No. But I don't know. If it wasn't on purpose, then it's an accident. Yeah. And and in my experience, people tend to forgive accidents. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to I know in my head rationally that it it wasn't necessarily my fault. I mean, I was the one that cast the spell, but you know, I I didn't look up. I didn't like. Ah, uh, it's just I'm going over it in my head, and I'm I'm reliving it over and over and over again, and I can't stop. He he nods. Meredith, in my final year of my undergraduate, I built a mechanical crab designed to find socks. It has spent the past two years pinching every single person's foot it can find when it sees a pair of socks. I understand what it can be like when you feel like you've made a mistake that won't necessarily go away very easily. And people didn't like Pinchy at first. But this is a mistake that I've grown to accept and I've found some good in. And I don't necessarily know what the situation you're in but I'm sure that if you explain to your friends what happened, they they won't hold you account. This I don't know what happened, so I can't be completely helpful here. And I don't want to pry into no, your personal been, life. You've been very helpful, Landman, and I appreciate you. You know that, right? Yeah, well I I appreciate you too, Meredith. She kind of looks up at him and grins mid-bandage. It's not just because I bring you donuts, uh, right? He grins. He, he grins and then he like winces as he like a bandaging his foot. It's not just because you bring me donuts. <laughs> I enjoy your company. Oh, thanks, friend. Uh, he kind of like, he looks like he's going to say something and then he stops. I'm sure your friends will forgive you. Yeah. You know this isn't a mistake you've made lots of times. No, I know. This isn't an ongoing mistake. This was just a once-off thing, right? Well, I hope so. Definitely going to be very careful with that spell from now on. Well, good. And I'm sure if you explain to your friends how sorry you are and what you're going to do to change, if they're people that... Uh, people who forgive, they'll forgive you. Yeah. And some some people, they aren't the forgiving type of people. Which, you know, it takes all types to make the world. But I don't surround myself with those people. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you have a point. I don't know. Maybe I just need to give it time. You can always come to the lab and hang out with me if you like. <laughs> oh, you know I will. I think I'm actually about to make a big, big step. Well, I was going to make a big step. Maybe step is the wrong word now. Mm. I was going to make a, a good hobble? progress. Hobble. Sorry. A good hop. A big hobble <laughs> forward on my my crab robot thing. Oh, awesome. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm definitely coming to have a look at that. Uh, I'll be in the lab tomorrow, usual time. Sounds great. I do have some more questions to ask you, actually. I hope you don't mind. 
Uh, sure. About your research? Yeah. That's okay. I'm always happy to help. Great. So, as a doctor, mm-hmm. how bad is my toe? Look, I'm not going to lie. You have done a very good job of, uh, of breaking it. Um, with this kind of thing, we don't normally use magic just because it's better just to let it heal on its own. Uh, so I've splinted it for you. I've wrapped it really well. Um, make sure you don't get it wet over the next, say, couple of days. Um, come back and see one of the doctors here. It may be me, might be somebody else, probably somebody else. Um, come back and see one of us and um, we'll change bandages and, and just see how it's healing. But um, try and stay off your feet. We'll give you some crutches before you go. Okay, thank you. Good. I, you know, He catches himself again. I'm glad that, well, I'm glad that you were the one that treated me, Meredith. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe withhold your judgment until you come back later and we'll see how we go. Well... Uh, okay. Usually I don't necessarily come in to the medical center with little injuries. Yeah, this is not a little injury, Lenwin. Yeah, but, you know, and he holds up his, his hands and he kind of, like, wiggles them and you can see all these little, like, nicks and cuts on his hands that he's, like, just, like, healed naturally. Yeah. When you work with your hands as much as I do, you, you get little cuts and things all the time, so I... Also when you're working with tools that aren't necessarily made for you. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to get hold of Pinchy and see what I can do about his claws. They might be set. I might, maybe that spring needs changing. Something's going on there. Mm. Yeah, I would maybe give that a good look. You will hear somewhere in the distance a like a a yelp, like an ah. I have the crab. <laughs> Um, I think Pinchy has been located. Oh, good. He he usually turns up by himself anyway. Mm. Although I can't imagine him making his way across campus by himself. The people in my dorms are very forgiving of Pinchy. I don't know if the average person would be. Well, he is very cute. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, I got, I've got to move on. Remember, don't get that wet. Stay off your feet as much as you can. Um, someone will come in with some crutches before you go. Okay. Uh, and I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully. Absolutely. I'll come and check on you and make sure everything's going okay. Great. Okay. Uh, at this point, Nurse Cold Hands comes back um, with the crab just kind of like dangling from <laughs> one of his fingers. <laughs> I have caught the crab. Or perhaps the crab has caught me. Here you are, Lanwin, and he like lowers the crab down, and Lanwin just kind of like takes the crab in two hands, and the crab just kind of like clicks in in appreciation for being back with its maker. <laughs> Your hands good, cold hands? Oh, they are fine. I am made of quite stern things. Okay. Shall we go and move on to the next one? Let's move on to the next patient. Yes. Uh, and he will he will briefly look over the the paperwork you've done for Lanwin's chart. And he just gives like a, a silent nod of approval. So I think Meredith probably spends the next couple of hours mm-hmm. helping out here, yeah. going from, from room to room, helping out with where she can. And eventually that crowd of people who are out the front in the waiting room bends to the point where it becomes manageable for everyone else. And by the time that happens, 
and you realize it's been like three, four hours, which is a nice bit of money in your pocket eventually mm -hmm. once that payment cycle comes through. But you did say you were going to meet up with Harold and Potentia at Five Pies and a Pancake. Yes, I did. And I think she was very conveniently ignoring that for a little while because she's scared. She's scared. So where is she going to go after, like, this shift at the, at the medical centre? I mean, I think she'd go and try and find Potentia. She'd kind of do that whole, <sighs> got to deal with this now. Because it's just been going around and around in her head. Okay. So you're heading to Five Pies and a Pancake? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you make your way across campus and you get to Five Pies and a Pancake and there's a few people around kind of getting like late night snacks and things. It looks like most of the pastries that were in the display counter have all kind of been sold or at this stage kind of given away to yeah. people because they are going to be sold. You don't see Harrowin and Potentia or Nora. Yeah, you, I didn't think so. You do see Michael's mother, the orc woman, who is currently cleaning the counter. Hello. What was her name again? Uh, do you did you catch it? I don't think does, so. Hey. Is this is this another thing that Meredith <laughs> doesn't remember? Okay, no, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, I think I've seen you here before. You were with the elf woman, yes. and yes, yes, you're, you uh, you're one of them tonight, have you? Michael's friends, aren't you? I am. Yes, I'm Meredith. Hi. Yes, they were in here a few hours ago, but they've they've left. Oh, were you yeah. trying to? No, I had a feeling they did, but um, you didn't happen to catch where they were going. I I think, and she'll call out to her husband, who is currently preparing uh, flour and things to making the bread in the morning. Dear, did you hear where those friends of Michael were going? Sorry, darling. No, I think they just were heading home, maybe. Harold said something about needing to get a drink, so maybe they headed to the bar. That's all right. It was worth a shot. Can I get you anything while you're, you're here, dear? <sighs> oh, what have you got left? I'll tell you what. And she will reach down behind the counter and pull out a plain croissant and a bear claw. Yeah. Which is like bear claw shaped pastry yes. icing. Yep. Last two of the day. <gasps> Just take them. Oh my goodness. You are the very best person in the entire world right now to me. You're amazing. Just bless you. Bless you. Oh, well, thank you. Better, better to be eaten than just go go in the bin, I say. Oh, and I am happy to help with that. Well, as a university student, I'd be surprised if you weren't. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, anyway, I'll I'll be back at some point, I reckon, over the next few weeks, and I'll see you then. Thank you again for these. Cannot tell you how how necessary they are right now. Have a good night. Do they have like a tip jar or something on the, they do. On the bench? Uh, it's there, there's there's currently like a. a two jar like competition thing yeah nice and, and the, the sign says uh which which school of magic supports five pies and the pancake the most illusion or evocation <laughs> nice okay she's gonna um like put a few um like reach into her pocket and dig out some change and like put some change in the in the um illusion jar 
Uh, she just, you know, gives you like a, a big grin and like a, a thankful nod as she goes back to cleaning the counter. <laughs> uh, Meredith kind of gives a wave and then heads on out. I think she's going to go back to Griffin Hall then if she can't find... Otherwise, she's just going to end up wandering around the city. 